Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode number 163 of Amber on Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this podcast is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. The purpose of this show is to give you the best information to help you live your best life because you deserve it. There are so many wonderful and helpful podcasts out there. And on this show, I bring you the best of the best so you can spend less time searching for answers and more time enjoying your life. Podcasts saved my life when I was at my rock bottom, which is what inspired me to create this show so that someone out there who is searching for answers will find what they need to help them on their journey. One of the biggest things that has helped me accomplish my goals and improve my life on every level is the power of visualization. Some call it manifesting, some call it visualization, but we are really talking about the same thing. That is holding a vision of your future self in your mind consistently. What happens when you do this is your subconscious starts to build this life for you without you even being aware. And you automatically turn towards opportunities and relationships that will get you closer to your future self. This is such a powerful tool that I often say visualization is one of our key superpowers that we all have, but not all of us take advantage of. And trust me, you want to learn how to use this superpower, dear listeners. I have used visualization in almost every area of my life to get me where I want to be, and I am here to tell you that it works. In this episode, you will learn about the power of visualization and the impact it has on your ability to accomplish your goals, why being able to do something in your head greatly increases your chances of being able to do it in real life, and the evidence and research that proves visualization works and how you can apply it today. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode, and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff, and let's start the show. The purpose of this show is to be of service to others so that more people can have the tools they need to live the life they want. That means living a life that is in alignment with who you are, with your values and your goals. One of the most important components of building the life you want is the ability to visualize. In order to get where you want to go, you have to be able to visualize it, identify where you want to go, who you want to be, and be able to put words to it. If you want to run a marathon, start a business, win an award, be a top athlete, you have to first be able to identify it and describe it in detail. You have to know where you are going in order to know what you should be doing today. You have to have an idea of who you want to be and hold that idea in your mind so that you can continually do things that will get you closer to that goal. The power of visualization is one of the key things that Jim Quick teaches in his new book, Limitless. Jim says practicing visualization is key to our success because the human brain doesn't know the difference between something you vividly imagine and something that is real. If you've ever had an intense dream that wakes you up and your heart is racing, 
I've even woken myself up by my own cries or my heart was racing so fast and I wake up panting. That's because the mind doesn't know the difference between something you imagined and something real. There have been several studies that prove the power of visualization. One study involved a dog in a laboratory. Researchers had the subject in the study look at a dog in a laboratory to see what areas of their brain light up. Then they took the dog out of the laboratory and asked the subject to do an assignment where they visualize a dog coming into the lab and just imagine seeing it so the researchers could see what part of their brain lights up. What the researchers found is that the same parts of the brain light up whether the subject sees an actual dog or just imagines one. Another study took place at the University of Chicago where they took three groups of people and put them on a basketball court. They had each group shoot free throws and kept track of how many points they scored. At the end, they went to groups one, two, and three and gave them different instructions. For group one, they told them to practice for an hour a day for the next 30 days, to go out and practice throwing free throws on the basketball court. For group two, they said, don't go out on the court. Don't even pick up a basketball. For the next 30 days, instead, practice in your mind. Visualize yourself and see yourself on the court successfully throwing free throws. And then they went to group number three and asked this group to not practice anything at all. Don't touch a basketball. Don't imagine playing basketball. Just do nothing. At the end of the 30 days, all three groups returned to the basketball court and did the free throw experiment again. This time, group number one, the group that practiced on the court with the ball, improved 24%. Those in group three who did nothing at all, no practice, no visualization, had a 0% increase. And group number two, who only visualized practicing free throws, improved 23%, just 1% lower than those who went to the court for practice and they didn't even leave their couch. This is an important finding and evidence that your mind is powerful. It's also the reason why top athletes don't just do physical training. They also visualize themselves having success. They mentally train themselves to see the results in advance and use visualization as a part of their practice routine. There's also a third study called the Counterclockwise Study. This study was done by Ellen Langer out of Harvard University in 1979, where she spent time with seniors at a senior center. And after spending time there, she found it to be very bleak and not a great place to live your final days. It was sad and lonely. So she wanted to try an experiment. She took eight 70-year-old men out of the senior center and put them into a monastery. The year was 1979, but she decorated the monastery like it was 1959. They had black and white televisions and 1959 programming. The magazines were from 1959, and she removed the mirrors out of the monastery so the subjects couldn't see their reflection. Next, she did an audit and assessment about the subject's condition before they entered the monastery. She tested their physical strength, their senses, sense of hearing, sense of sight, cognitive abilities like how good their focus was, how good their memory was. And then she told them to pretend it was 1959 for one week. And after one week, she came back and was amazed at the transformation. After one week of being in the 1959 environment, these men performed better on strength tests, their senses improved, their sense of hearing and sight improved significantly after just one week. Their cognitive abilities also improved, their focus and their memory were enhanced. 
Ellen took a photo of the men before they went into the monastery for the experiment and another photo after the experiment ended and showed both photos to a focus group and asked them to identify which is the more recent photograph. 100% of the focus group chose the before photo, meaning they all looked younger in the after photo because they simply imagined themselves as younger for that week. For this reason, they call the study the counterclockwise study, and it is a testament to the power of belief, imagination, and visualization. But how can you use visualization in your life? One of the challenges is a lot of people use their visualization to get the results they don't want in life, and by visualizing it over and over again, they are preparing and rehearsing for failure. Jim reminds us of the phrase, a coward dies a thousand deaths, a hero dies only one. Because the coward in this metaphor is visualizing all the things that could go wrong, all the things they are fearing and their attention goes there and they are mentally rehearsing failure, failing on stage or failing the exam, failing the interview, and they are practicing that in their mind. That visualization is very potent and can hold you back from accomplishing your dreams. The first task is to become aware of when you are entering this visualization state. I like to call this the time traveling state, when you are traveling to the future and imagining some outcome. You have to be mindful that the thoughts you are having about your future are in line with the goals you have for yourself. Instead of imagining failure, you have to visualize wins, success, and achievement because that trains your mind to prepare for this outcome. Remember, your brain doesn't know the difference between vivid imagination and real life. So you can trick your brain into believing your dreams and your subconscious will work to help you get there because you are holding that vivid thought of winning or getting that job and you will naturally put yourself in a better position to accomplish your goals. Remember that your feelings are the language of your body and your thoughts are the language of your mind. Jim Quick shares the success formula for visualization. The goal is to imagine your perfect moment, see it, feel it, hear it, believe in it, and work daily for it. That is the formula for success. The goal is to make visualization a habit. It doesn't work just after one time. You need repeated exposure to the idea to help make it stick in your mind. Holding your visualization makes it easier to focus and get work done because you are actively visualizing where you want to be and more able to complete the menial task because you know what you're working toward. For me, visualization has been key for almost my entire life. Before I knew the term visualization, I spent hours daydreaming about what my future would hold. I visualized where I would be, who I would be, how I would feel, and held on to those ideas in my mind from childhood into adulthood. My visions changed as I grew, of course, and over time I learned the benefits of visualizing my future and began to get more specific about the goals I wanted to achieve. Anything from the friends I wanted to have, to the body I want to have, to the food I want to cook. One recent example came when I was able to meet and befriend my biggest hero of all time, James Altucher. Many of you have heard me talk about James before because I love his work, I love his message, and the way he communicates with the world. 
I first discovered James three years ago when I read his book, The Choose Yourself Guide to Wealth. This was an earth-shattering moment for me as I read the pages, and I, I felt like somebody was saying all the things I wanted to say, asking the same questions and offering real solutions. It was the first time in my life I felt like I belonged. For once, I wasn't the weird nerd. I had found my tribe, and I was obsessed with finding more people like me. James opened up a new world, and I was determined to make him my friend. I thought about what it would be like to meet James. I envisioned and rehearsed our encounter, what I would say, what I would wear, where we would be. And I said it out loud, too. I called James my friend, and I shared his work with anyone and everyone who would listen. Two years later, I entered a contest to meet James and attend his podcast taping. I won the contest, and it was like my dreams were being answered by me. I was astounded that I wanted something so badly, something that seemed impossible or far-fetched, and I was able to get it done. I was able to meet James, his whole team, and have been honored to spend time with him since then. I held the idea of meeting my hero in my mind, and I did it. You know what that means, dear listeners? It means so can you. I visualize myself accomplishing my goals, like being fit, doing pull-ups. I visualize myself giving a TED Talk, which is a huge goal of mine. I visualize myself accepting an award for my work and the feeling I will have from being able to help so many people. This is a fun exercise for me. It's like time traveling to the future, and it makes me excited and motivated for the tasks I get to do today because I know that each step I take gets me one step closer to my vision. This will work for you too. The first step is you have to actually believe in your visualization and you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe you are worthy to have the things you visualize, it won't work. Remember, visualization is only the beginning. Think of it as an aid to help you achieve the life you want. It will still take work, hard work, plus the effort required to get you into alignment with the person you desire to become. Visualization is not a one-stop shop. This is a commitment to a lifestyle of visualization, not something you try for a week or a month and forget about. You have to hold the vision in your mind consistently and make it a practice to see the benefits. A great way to start implementing this is to dedicate a few minutes each week to visualize. You have to make time to do it. Thinking about visualization won't work. You have to actually visualize. What do you look like? Where are you? What are you wearing? Who's with you? How do you feel? What are you thankful for? Experts suggest two types of visualization. The first is outcome-based, a simulation of the final outcome of your desire. The second is a process simulation, which involves visualizing the steps that will get you the desired outcome. Research shows that to get the most benefit from visualization, it's best to use both types together. Also, be sure to visualize yourself through your own eyes, not as an observer to your goals, but as the key participant in the visualization. And be sure to add as much detail as possible. This means you need to make sure you have exposure to the thing that you are after. If you want to learn how to surf but have never surfed before, start watching videos of surfers in the ocean on YouTube. Learn how they prep for a day of surfing. Learn about what they do after a day of surfing. You need visual inspiration to make the simulation real. If you don't have any exposure yet, go find some. A lot of people create vision boards for precisely this purpose. 
Using simulation can improve your motivation and increase your belief and your ability to achieve your goals. And you deserve to achieve your goals. You are worthy, you are capable, and you can get started right now. I believe in you. But most importantly, I want you to believe in you. Because when you believe in yourself, you can do more good for you and do more good for more people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending your precious time learning and growing with me. It is a joy and an honor to share this wisdom with you, dear listeners. Thanks to Jim Quick and the Quick Brain Podcast for delivering insight that can help us all live better and do good. Now, you know why visualization is key to achieving your goals, how to practice visualization in your life, and the science that proves visualization is beneficial. For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. Please leave a review in iTunes if you love the show. Reviews help me grow the show and are a great way for me to connect with you. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you.